Hello, and welcome to the Moxie Gal podcast, where young women can come for the tips and tools that they need to stay relevant, productive, and thrive. Through personal anecdotes, stories, and interviews, we'll uncover what it takes to unleash the moxie or courage that you need to design the life that you want. My name is Ami Valdemoro. I'm a leadership coach, trainer, and business manager, and my main mission in life is to help women get into executive leadership positions as founders, entrepreneurs, or managers in their organizations by teaching them strategies that they can use to unlock their confidence, unleash their courage, and start building a roadmap for their career goals. On this week's episode, we're going to talk about how to build your own personal board of directors. We'll talk about the roles that each of these board members will play and how building a relationship with your A-team is as simple as inviting them for a cup of coffee. So this week, we're going to talk about how to build your own personal board of directors. Now, this topic came out as a result of conversations that I had with some of my girlfriends about how hard it is to build friendships and relationships once you're out of school, right? Whether you think of university or graduate school or any setting where you're brought together with a group of people and you have this spontaneous combustion of ideas, encounters, and inspiration where you may have met people who might help you with your personal growth or who can challenge you, challenge your assumptions about the way things are, or who can help to hold you accountable for the goals that you set for yourself, or even people who can celebrate with you and support you as you go through your milestones in life. As adults, we need to be able to come up with these structures for ourselves. Because let's get real. Like we talked about in our first episode around New Year's resolutions and habits, having people who can help you to hold yourself accountable is key to reaching and achieving any goal. Plus, humans are social characters, even the most introverted of us, and having people around us to support us as we realize our goals is key not only to achieving them, but also to give us a sense of belonging, that we are part of a community. So whether the Avengers, Justice League, or Blackpink is your jam, you need a group of people who will help you to fulfill your mission and meet your goals. I call mine my A-team, not just because my name's Ami, but A for accountability. So before we dive in, there are a couple of things that we need to be aware of. The first and most important thing is that you are the star, the hero, the lead actress in your own story. You're not a supporting actress. And this is your story to write. You are the one who are in the driver's seat. You are the one who has to articulate your vision for who you want to be and where you want to go. To have a first crack at the goals that you want to set for yourself. And your A-team is going to be there You're going to design it so that they can support you in fulfilling that vision and achieving the goals that you set for yourself. The second thing to keep in mind is that the roles that we're going to be talking about are all roles that are important to any solid A-team. 
But it might be the case that one person plays several roles in your A team, or you find that different people will play different roles depending on the goals that you're setting for yourself. And the last thing to note before we jump in is that this exercise is particularly important for anyone who is in a position where they are founding or leading teams. If you're in a position where you have power or authority or people look to you to lead, it can often be a very lonely place to be. So setting up your A-team or people who sit outside of your organization or your unit and can help to hold you accountable is going to be key in enabling you to meet your goals, but also enabling your team to reach their goals as well. So without further ado, let's get started. In no particular order, let's meet the players of your A-team. The architect. So you have a clear vision and you have an idea about the goals that you need to fulfill that vision. But how are you going to set yourself up for success? How do you build the foundations that you need to reach those goals? Well, an architect can help with that. This is someone who can help you set up the structures that you need to get shit done. That might mean the way you communicate and how often you communicate who you're communicating with and what resources, skills, or assets you already have or you need to build to be able to create the foundation to reach your goals. This person often finds their jam or really gets into flow when thinking about systems and operations and they can help you to set up the systems that work with you as you're working towards your goals. Now, I've played this role on teams and I've had other people play this role for me in other teams that I'm a part of. This person is really grounded and down to earth. If you get like highfalutin with your vision or up in the clouds, they'll bring you back down and figure out how are you going to do this? What actions do you need to take to make this happen and how can we build those processes or systems in place to set you up for success. A word of caution, an architect is not someone who is going to question your vision. That person will come later. This person is really getting into the nitty gritty of how to take your vision and your idea of your roles and ground them in reality into actionable plans that you can execute. Another skill that the architect might have is being a numbers person. This is someone who can keep you accountable numerically speaking. You gotta have a baseline knowledge of where your numbers are at, financially, impact-wise, or like we said before, in terms of your assets or the resources you already have, so you know what's at your disposal now and what you'll have to reach for. So now you've got your vision, your goals, and the architecture and systems you need to be able to execute smooth sailing from here on out, right? Well, not exactly. Remember in our last episode when we talked about the best doable option? Well, that's what you're creating with your architect, right? You're creating the best doable option for you to work and make progress on your goals. But there might be some assumptions you packed into that structure that need to be tested. And for this role, we move on to our next team member, the skeptic. 
you heard me right, a skeptic. Otherwise known as the devil's advocate, you need someone on your A-team who can help you to question your assumptions, not because they wish ill for you, but because they want to battle test things. They want to make sure that you can reach an even better solution. And sometimes that means you've got to check yourself or challenge your assumptions. Now this role can be a bit tricky. It requires you to have an enormous amount of trust in the person that's playing this role on your A-team. It can't just be anyone. You have to know that this person is giving you their opinion because they want the highest good for you, not because they're trying to sabotage you. And you also have to be willing to listen. It requires you to be open to new ways of doing things and not to become so attached to the structures that you've set up. In other words, you have to keep an open mind and know that while you've come up with your best hypothesis for how you can achieve your goals, it may not be the only way. Being able to keep your eyes on your goals and your vision while also being open to new perspectives is a skill that any high-performing leader has. So why not give yourself the extra practice by encouraging people to voice those perspectives in your A-team? In my work with startup entrepreneurs and founders, I've found that those who are most successful are the ones who are able to keep this open mind and be able to listen to different perspectives while staying grounded in their vision. They don't get too attached to process, but focus on the outcome. And for those who were not so successful, it's because they weren't able to listen. They chose to ignore the skeptics in their teams and it was at their peril because the same issues that the skeptics raised, because they weren't addressed, ended up biting them in the ass. Far from just being an annoyance that needs to be dealt with, skeptics are an essential part of your A-team. They'll keep it real with you even when you won't keep it real with yourself. Not all of this is gloom and doom though, because our next members of your A-team are all about hyping you up. Call them what you will. Hype men or women, your cheerleaders, your ride or dies, your tribe. This role is really about helping you to find and keep your motivation, even when things get tough, and to celebrate when things go well. Hype women are important at all levels, but they're especially important, again, if you are someone who's founding something, who's building something from scratch, or who's leading a team, especially in a period of uncertainty. Unlike the skeptic, whose role is really to help you check yourself, your hype women or your tribe are there to hold space for you, to make you remember that you are supported and that you are celebrated regardless of what it is that you do. This is arguably the most versatile of the roles. Your hype woman or your tribe might be a shoulder to cry on when things get rough, or they could be people who you brainstorm ideas with, new ways of thinking, being, or doing. They might even drop some knowledge based on their own experience, all in the service of you as a person and not necessarily the roles that you're playing at work or at home. What is a hype woman's superpower? Well, they'll listen to you without judgment. Imagine how having someone like that on your A-team would make you feel. 
how expansive and open to possibilities you'll be. So while the other members of your A-team will help you to ask critical questions that will move you forward, your tribe or your hype women are just there to be with you and to let you be yourself. So if your architect helps you to answer, how might we, and your skeptic helps you to answer, what if, then the last person on your A-team will help you to answer this question. How are you doing? How are things going? And the all-important, ever-powerful, why? Enter the guide. Your guide is there to help you along your journey. You can think of Gandalf from Lord of the Rings, or Albus Dumbledore in Harry Potter, or Merlin for King Arthur. These guides are there to help you to keep your ship, your vessel, and your vision on the right course. They're folks who you can turn to for guidance as you captain your ship and your team. And while each of our guides comes in different shapes and sizes, often you'll find that they'll fall into one of two categories. The first is a mentor. This is someone who has walked your path before and can give you some guidance based on their own experience. You are going to hear things from their point of view and hear solutions that have worked for them or how they were able to achieve their goals and how their knowledge and insights and wisdom might help you on your own journey. The second type of guy that you might want to recruit for your A-team is a coach. Now, whereas a mentor has expertise in the issues or the challenges that you're facing right now based on their work experience or their education, a coach is really an expert in process. They're an expert in the process of helping you to discover new insights that can help you to create new solutions, but that are your solutions to the challenges that you're facing. A coach isn't there to make you adhere to their own idea for what they think works best to you or to share what worked best for them, but to help you to discover what works best for you. Now, in keeping with my movie analogies, Gandalf played this role, right? So did Dumbledore, or you can even think of Obi-Wan Kenobi. He didn't live Luke Skywalker's life, but he helped Luke to access the tools and resources that he had within him to be able to fulfill his quest. Guides are an integral part of an A-team because they help reflect back on ourselves like a mirror and help us to discover for ourselves where we're at, where we're going, and where we might need to adjust. It's a deep, powerful, and often emotional experience that will help us to transform. Whether you're looking for ways to achieve consistently high performance, or you're navigating a big transition of some kind at work or at home, or if you've stepped into a new leadership position where you're responsible for the culture and output of your team, a guide can help you to tap into the wisdom that you need to light your path forward. Now, some of you may be wondering, okay, so now I'm clear on the different roles that I need on my personal board of directors, but how do I go about finding these people? And once I find them, how do I begin to integrate them into this team? What do I say? I work with a lot of young professionals and I get this question a lot. And my advice to them is normally when you are starting off or trying to build a relationship with anyone, 
whether an advisor or a board member or a mentor or even a boyfriend or girlfriend, you don't start off the first conversation by telling them, I want you to be my mentor or I want you to be my boyfriend, right? Building these relationships often takes time. And I think the best way to go about it is to just set up a coffee date, right? Invite them for coffee or tea, and obviously there are physical distancing constraints. So if you can't do it in person, then set up a 30-minute time to meet with them on Zoom. 30 minutes is a long enough amount of time to signal that you're serious and intentional about building a relationship. But it also gives you both some slack in terms of not wanting to commit to a full hour or giving yourselves the space to take your conversation further if you find that you have lots of things to talk about. You don't want the invitation to seem like it's coming from completely out of the blue. So when you're asking someone or inviting someone out for this coffee or lunch date, you can say, I'd really love to pick your brain about this. Or I've been thinking through something. I would really like your advice or your insights or your guidance. Framing your conversation around a specific topic will also help to clarify both for you and for the person who you've invited to coffee or tea, what your expectations are and what they can expect to contribute or get out of this conversation. I think you'll find that people are always more than willing to help, but it's also helpful to them if you can provide them some structure and some context so that they can know how to best serve you. The other big question you might be asking is, okay, so I understand who the members of my A-team are, but what if I need some clarity around my vision or my goals? Well, spoiler alert, we're going to be covering that in an episode of its own. For now, try this exercise on for size. So you know that on your A-team, you want someone who will play the role of an architect, someone who will play the role of a skeptic, someone who will play the role of a guide, and of course, someone or some people who can be your biggest cheerleaders. You probably already have an idea of who might be playing these roles in your A-team, but write out a list. See what sticks. Who seems to resonate most with you at this point in your career or your life for where you want to go? chances are you already have a relationship with some of these people. And so that will make it easier for you to reach out to them for the first of what will hopefully be many coffee dates. I truly do believe that each of us has our own superpower and that that superpower is magnified when we have a strong team standing alongside us. I'm so excited to hear from you on how you plan to build your A-team or how your A-team is already supporting you in meeting your goals. So send me a message. Tell me what's up. Visit me at the underscore Moxiel on Instagram, the Moxiel on LinkedIn, or you can check us out at www.themoxiegal.com. Until our next episode, take care, stay safe, and be well.